Hi Kareem, my name is Eddie Edwards and I, they call me, the, it sounds a bit odd this, but they call me the brand guy at Dead Happy. So I work for the disruptor in life insurance business called Dead Happy and I'm Eddie Edwards, the brand guy. Eddie, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. So, when I was first introduced to the company name, I'm looking at that Dead Happy, I said, I, I, I don't know what these folks do. And I try to figure it out before I go on to your friendly neighborhood search engine uh, to figure out, you know, what, what does this company do? But life insurance. And so, I've, and so I'm very curious, you know, if you ask like 10 different people dead happy, figure out what they do without going online, you'll probably get, you know, a bunch of different answers. I don't know if anybody would get life insurance. Uh, maybe they would. Um, but I'm really curious about, about the name uh, and the thinking behind it. I was wondering if you could tell us, uh, you know, the reasoning behind that. I, I can do. Now, this is the founder, one of the founders. There are two founders. One of the founders is called Andy Knott, who is somebody I've known for many years and I've mm -hmm. worked with on a few projects in the past. He actually, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this because it's kind of the, the that's out of the bag a little bit, but he, he actually loved the name Dead Happy about 15, 20 years ago and bought the URL, but didn't know what he was going to do with it. He's a bit of a serial entrepreneur. Oh, wow. So he set up a creative agency, a video games company, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he just loved the name Dead Happy, bought deadhappy.com. And then a few years later, and this is a good story, actually, he went to get life insurance and he couldn't get it because he was on some happy pills funnily enough he was on some he was um on some antidepressants okay and um and they wouldn't protect him they wouldn't give him life insurance and he got so frustrated with it that a bit of a, a bit of a light bulb moment and he thought this is what i'm going to do with dead happy this is it this is the opportunity mm. so that's when the seed was sown for calling you know for setting up a disruptive life insurance business that makes things a lot easier um, because it's boring. Life insurance applications are boring. And he, I think he had to go to his accountants or solicitors to get sign a paper or something. So this is ridiculous. This needs to be online. It needs to be accessible. We need to, we need to modernize this. And that's where the Dead Happy was born as a viable business within life insurance. That's a great story. Um, we need to use that story. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to push that story because we also have, I'm jumping the gun a bit, Kareem, but we, um, we've made it easier for people with mental health conditions to get life insurance, just the way that we've changed the question set and excluded suicide, which is a big thing against people with mm. um, mental health issues. Because um, let's face it, most people are not, just because they're depressed or they have anxiety or something, they're not going to kill themselves, but they often get excluded from life insurance. So we've kind of taken, up, taken that away and made it more accessible for people with mental mental health conditions to get life insurance. I think we're the, the we're the most accessible life insurance business out there. Wow. I don't know if anybody at my company knows, but my first job out of uni was selling life insurance. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because, and, and I want to get to this idea of death wishes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I used to sit down with people and I would say, you know, if you, you know, when you pass, what do you want to leave? behind you want to make sure the house is paid for and stuff but we never use that term death wishes and no. i found it fascinating that dead happy just comes out and say it like you know what are your death wishes um where did that idea for that that brand itself 
and putting that up front come from? Well, th this is, in my opinion, this is a beautiful concept. This is a really cool thing. That, and one of the reasons why I joined Dead Happy is Death Wishes. Now, there's twofold, really. Death Wishes, uh, firstly, when you get life, I don't know when you got life insurance or selling life insurance. I got it because I had a mortgage and it was a way of protecting yeah. the mortgage. And that was kind of it. It was almost like a contractual transactional thing. I've got it sorted just in case, done. Now, we want life insurance to be much more emotional. So actually you want to get life insurance because you want to protect your friends or family or kids or whatever. Um, so it's taking it from transactional and contractual to emotional. But from a practical point of view, what it's really useful in, in doing is we ask the question, what do you want to happen when you die? So we're not afraid of the D word, whether it's death or dying or die. Life insurance tends to be life insurance and they avoid the word death at all costs. We don't. We face it head on. In fact, mm -hmm. our purpose is changing attitudes to death. So we're doing everything in our power to make it much more kind of get rid of the taboo and get people to talk about death. But the good thing about death wishes is we it, they can help you calculate what figure you need or want for life insurance. So it's not just a case of, oh, God, I need X amount to cover the mortgage. It's, well, yeah, okay, cover the mortgage, but do you want to cover your funeral costs? Do you want to... Do you want to gift somebody a trip somewhere? Do you want to do you want to give your mates, you know, a, I don't know, a golf trip or the girls a trip to Va uh, to Ibiza or something? There's loads of cool things you can do, and if you start breaking down, what exactly do you want to have when you die? Who do you want to protect? What do you want to leave for people? If you haven't got a lot of money, if you haven't got an estate or a will, money within the will, it's an opportunity for you to kind of do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. So if you rack up a bit of mortgage, a bit of gifting, the funeral loads and loads of uni, uni fees for the kids i don't know whatever and then you tot up the total then it's a probably a better way of calculating how much you need for life insurance so yeah. death wishes a, a kind of a, a, mecha a practical mechanic but also an emotional vehicle as well yeah you, you talk about putting death up front and not being afraid yeah. of that word um i think most of my time when i was researching it was actually watching youtube videos <laughs> of of mick and tell yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just fascinating content in and of itself. Uh, very entertaining. Where did the idea of of those two mates come from? Right. So when COVID happened, we actually had a character called Skullman. And it was a guy with a skull mask and he was jumping out of coffins. And it was very kind of tongue in cheek, but death related. But when COVID came along, just felt wrong it just felt mm. insensitive this this kind of playful irreverence around overt imagery around death just felt very very wrong so we kind of had to look for something else and we knew an animator a, a comedian animator called johnny lang who's the guy behind mick and tell and he'd been developing these characters actually for another brand um and we went to see him and said we'd, we'd love you to develop some characters for us some dead happy characters and we'd love it if one is kind of one really loves us. He's an advocate, an ambassador for the brand, but the other one hates us. It'd be really lovely if they could fight between themselves. So we're not doing the kind of boasting and bragging. We get somebody to do it for us. Yeah. But even more cool, Terry or Tell can really have a go at us. He can he can start hating us and piling on the pressure and telling Mick he's an idiot and all that kind of stuff. So he developed these characters actually away from the other, the other brand. We adopted these guys and we started developing them for Dead Happy. And I think we did the first TV ad or first Facebook ad, actually, probably about four years ago. 
And we've just developed the relationship between Mick and Tell to kind of accentuate and um, exaggerate these these traits of love and hate. And it's just really useful to have that mechanics. It's kind of, you know, it gets a bit boring when you're just bragging and selling the whole time. So I want to have a bit of fun with it. And actually, we've done some films with Mick and Tell that have nothing to do with life insurance, nothing to do with death even. Just have a bit of a laugh. Give, give you know, put some entertainment onto YouTube and Facebook and just build the brand through these characters as well. So it was kind of through necessity during COVID, but people kind of, they like them. So we just went with it. I love them. They're, they're amazing. Um, you've worked in real estate. You've worked in alcohol. You're now in life insurance. Um, obviously, it wasn't the industry itself that drew you. You know, you probably never had a passion of can't wait to work in life insurance. But you've got a relationship with the founder, with one yeah. of the founders. Uh, you're obviously a branding guy. But what's was, was that what drew you? To dead happy, just the, their different slant on how to approach this industry. Totally. Well, what? So I used to have a creative agency called Bear in Central London, and uh, we had loads of clients. We had some fun clients, supposedly fun clients like MTV were one of our clients. Sure. Yeah. Virgin. Um, we had all these kind of big brands, fun brands, entertainment brands, and actually, weirdly enough we had a real estate agency or a state agency in London called Foxton's, who, if you've ever been to London, you'll know about them. Um, they, we had more fun with a real estate agency than we did, than we did with MTV. And it's not about how dry the industry is. It's how disruptive the founder wants to be. Mm. And with some real estate um, companies and with dead happy, there's just an ambition to be different, to be disruptive really challenge a challenger brand in the truest sense of the word and that was the attraction i don't yeah i've worked in loads of different industries i don't really care but it's more about the ambition and the vision of the of the people that set these things up and that was mm. that was the attraction for dead happy really have a go have a pop and it, everyone says innovate everyone talks about innovation yeah they don't really do it it's it's kind of empty promises a lot of the time with dead happy it's genuinely innovative this leads me to my to my last question, I think, very nicely. I was going to ask, you know, what's next for branding? Um, I think someone said, you know, why aren't you asking what's next for life insurance? And I said, I don't think this is a life insurance thing. I think this is all about branding. Um, but what, you know, you talk about, you know, the founder um, needs to, you know, sort of opt into being different and being innovative. You talk about innovation. Yeah. What's what's next for innovation? What's next for branding? Or if companies really want to be innovative in a quote unquote dry industry, or what they perceive to be a dry industry, are are there steps? Is there an attitude that they need to take? I think what we're trying to do, Kareem, is and hopefully we achieve it. We upset a few people. We're we're so irreverent. We are you know, taking the, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but taking the piss or taking the mickey out of lots of things, um, and particularly the industry. And that upsets a lot of people, but I, but conversely, I think what it does is it doesn't really patronise the customer. Mm. Now, I think what we're trying to do genuinely, again, sounds like I'm trying to convince you, but put the customer at the heart of it and shape a business around what they would want rather than what we think they should have. So I think we treat the customer with a bit of respect, it's not for everybody. 
a lot of people hate us, but I think mm. as a brand, that's what we're trying to do. Not just kind of be everything to, to everybody, not just sell the whole time, but actually bring people on the journey with us and try and really get advocates for the brand. But in terms of Dead Happy, I'm a bit frustrated as a brand guy because we're just, we are doing life insurance, but the vision is to be way, way, way more than that. And the brand for oh. Dead Happy to be anything death related. So we do sell wills as well. Okay. But if you put death wishes at the heart, if you think death wishes is the starting point, then life insurance can ping off that, death, um, wills can ping off that, you can have video messages, you can leave all sorts of gifting and store messages, maybe digital identity, passwords. So as soon as you die, you can then trigger all of these things to ping off to whoever you want to just control them with your dashboard. And at that point, you can send things to anybody you want at that point. Um, that's the vision and for the brand for Dead Happy. And I think it's really, really exciting. So instead of life insurance, we're calling it afterlife planning. So anything to do with whatever you want to happen when you die, that's what Dead Happy the brand should be. And it should be your space online to go and configure anything to do with what you want to happen when you die. That's what's really exciting about Dead Happy over the next few years. Wow. And to think this all started because the founder thought that the name was just cool. It cool and the fact that it was frustrated. Of course, yeah. Himself. Yeah, frustrated with um, a fairly pedestrian, fairly traditional, well, very traditional industry that was blocking people from getting covered. So frustration, and then it very quickly turned into a challenge. I mean, you can't call it dead happy and be traditional. You've got to go for it. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Eddie, this has been really fascinating chat. Thank you so much for this. Pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thanks. Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years' experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.